Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, and it's ever more luxurious <laughs> because we have John Edwards here. I don't know if I'm any more luxurious. May it may have uh, deteriorated. A no, little no, bit. no. It's fine. It's fine. You, the people that have sat there before, you're way better than them. And uh, so that's so. It's you honor us by being here. Well, I was hoping you'd say something like that. That's right, John Edwards. <laughs> just a guy in the pew. His podcast, uh, which is a it's a really good podcast. You've had a lot of success for that. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, you know, people keep listening, so we keep doing it. So. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but also, you work with Cardinal Studios. Tell us about what that what you do for them. Yeah, so I'm a leader support specialist for them. Uh, oh, that sounds impressive. It, it does. It does. Leader support specialist. They pay you by the title, so I ask for more words. To oh, make very it good. That's what it is. Smart man. <laughs> no, it's uh, what I do. Basically, is talk to parishes and dioceses, uh, DREs, leaders. Go to conferences and, and speak about what we do. Right now, we've got a lot of products out there for men. Uh, obviously, we started with Rise uh, about two years ago. We talked about Rise on this program once before. Yeah. We had Chris Cope. That's right. On, yeah, he's the owner of Carl Studios. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, that was a program that invited men into becoming the husbands, brothers, fathers, and sons that, that they, uh, God created us to be. And then in the last year, God really gave us a gift uh, in working with Matt Frad uh, to create a program called Strive. And Strive is a 21-day detox from pornography. Uh, Matt Brad, as everyone knows, he's very famous for speaking on that right. subject matter for the last 10 years or so, and he wanted to create a place for the people that he talked to to be able to go and learn how to actually do what he's been talking about, which is to get rid of porn in your life. Uh, so that's awesome, and so that's the reason I really wanted to invite you onto the show to talk about this particular topic, and just a word of warning for those who have kids out there who are listening, and maybe you're thinking they're not ready for this conversation. Now, we'll all obviously try to keep things as... Uh, above board and and you know listenable as possible, but we're going to be talking about a difficult subject. Sure, sure. Um, and so, just this would be the opportunity, maybe, to turn off the radio or uh, shut down the podcast or whatever. And uh, <laughs> hey, look, kids, a fire truck, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever you need to do, exactly. <laughs> uh, but we, but I think it's something that we need to talk about because we don't we don't hear a lot about this subject. Sure. In fact, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, John, and I and I can remember growing up. Where there was a time where everyone kind of thought that was like, ah, uh, you know, nudge, nudge. It's just kind of a wink, wink, not, yeah. you know, it was just, it was okay. We didn't talk about it a lot, but mm-hmm. it's something that, you know, it was okay. You know, boys, guys, it was, it was all right. It was sure. just like a pastime kind of a deal. But things have gotten a lot different now. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, back, back in the day, like you're talking about, when, even when I was younger, I mean, it was, it was getting a Playboy magazine. It was, it was considered a, a gentleman's thing, sort of. I mean, right. a weird approach to it. Um, and it was very hard to get your hands on. I mean, as a young man, you had to work to, to even find some. But nowadays, you know, with, with the influence of, of smart devices and the Internet and all of these these things that are Internet-ready, I mean, even video game consoles, I worry every day that my children are going to go to Google and type in the wrong word and hit images, and boom, there it is. Look, to be honest with you, you just type in the word toaster and search for that, yeah. and somehow yeah. somebody's going to find <laughs> some right. some connection. Right. Yeah, because it's just a click away. Right, it is. And it's it's dangerous because it's always there for us. So, you know, if we're having a moment of, of weakness when we're, you know, even just a woman walking in front of us, you know, Satan plays with us very, right. very often, you know, and, and even a beautiful woman can trigger something in a man, you know, for lust. And knowing that, okay, now all i got to do is go and hit two buttons and I'm, I'm in trouble. 
And honestly, know. when you say trouble, there's there's a lot of folks that uh, that are in a lot of trouble. Sure, I do a lot of. Uh, I'm not an official counselor. Don't have any initials at the end of my name. Yeah. But uh, but as a deacon for um, 11 years now, I just have encountered many, 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 many men who are struggling, who have difficulties, whether it's with their marriages or just their relationships and with their work. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of things that that will be connected to that. And certainly, they'll have there'll be some alcohol or or mm-hmm. other kind of addictive sure. things, uh, uh, substances. And uh, and the reality is the thing that links all those things together, and usually every one of these men struggles with porn in some yeah. some way. You're right. I did in my you know we've told my story on here before, and and I struggled with it. You know, I mean, it wasn't just drinking and doing the drugs. I was almost every night engaging in pornography, and and you know it's another way that men fall into something to try to make themselves feel better. Right? We, the devil has a way of convincing us that. We're making ourselves feel better that this is something we're almost self medicating with this pornography, and that it's not a problem. Right, that it's not a problem is is it's you know when you hear your guys like everybody's doing it right. And one of my the things I hate the most is when a guy tells me, "Well, I do this so I'm not cheating on my wife." Right, Ooh, right, yeah. And you're going, what? Wait, where does that thought come from? Because any sexual act you engage in without your wife is cheating on your wife. Right. Well, but people don't see that. That's the problem. I think that a lot of people have under. Uh, undervalued the problem sure right they 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 don't see the problem and don't realize and that's why i guess i point out that so many of these men's that that men that i've been meeting with and talking to i mean i see the result of the problem yeah and it snuck up on them it did it did and it's it just what it does is it gets a hold of our inner selfishness Mm -hmm. we're all we all have that tendency to be selfish and what i want i want to feel good and i you know everything should be about me and that's the danger of porn is so many men they look at it and say, well, what's the big deal, right? I'm not bothering my wife. I'm not being, like I said, I'm not cheating on my wife. But what you're doing is you're starting to develop a habit. Right. And it's, it's going to be a dangerous one. It's going to be one that doesn't just wreck your own personal life, but all your relationships. You know, one thing that guys don't understand is once I start to engage in this, the focus becomes solely on me. I want to feel better. It's all about me. And so what happens is... You know, you start to look at this screen, for instance. There's a guy and a girl in there, and now they're not, you know, Bob and Sally. They're face X and face Y. So they're no longer dignified sons and daughters of God. They're just something that's a means to an end for you. And it doesn't just stop when you close the laptop or you close the screen on your phone. You know, a lot of guys say, you know, fine, I've got what I needed out of that, and I moved on. But what you're doing is you're training yourself, your personality, your emotions, everything, to start objectifying and using everything and everyone in your life it, yeah. it, it doesn't end when you shut the screen it it's my wife and i have a great relationship as long as she's going to bed with me as long as she's cooking for me doing all these things i may think she needs to do and we're fine but the moment that stops i don't need her anymore and i'm going to run into these things like pornography or stepping out of the marriage or you know or if it's a friend you know deacon just my friend but as soon as he st- he stops being useful to me I don't need them anymore. That's right. So that 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 objectification is a problem, and, and we mm-hmm. and we'll kind of certainly we'll, we'll say that we don't have a problem. We'll, re, we'll think we don't have a problem. We'll, we'll say I'm not I'm not cheating on anybody. It's yeah. a, it's a computer or it's a sure. magazine, right? Sure. And the reality is, some of us don't want to know the inconvenient truth that that's somebody's daughter or son mm-hmm. or somebody. Right. That's a yeah. human being that was part of that um, that production, right? Part sure. of that process, and then also. We don't want to see the spiritual side of it. You know, our, our Lord was, was pretty 
stead, he was pretty blunt about this. Oh yeah, you know, in the Sermon on the Mount, when he when he says these words, he says, "You have heard it said, it was, it was said, you shall not commit adultery." But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. I mean, that's like a hard truth. Oh yeah. And so for those who think like, well, I'm not really cheating, it's like, well, the Lord says you are. In fact, He says you're committing adultery. Yeah. You know, but and you're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like he's talking about just looking at a woman the wrong way. That's right, and, and, and that's one of the original ten, the, yeah. big, the big ones, the commandments. Yeah. Don't don't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like um, when you do those. A lot of times, people think like, "Well, how are you with the Lord right now?" Sure, I haven't killed anybody. You know, I don't really steal. You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's yeah. like, yeah, but there's this adultery thing. That's one of those commandments, and it's like. Well, let's just skip over that one. It's swept under the rug. Yeah. You know, it's because so many people are falling to it. I mean, I, you know, we were talking about this on uh, my podcast the other day with with just the sheer numbers. I mean, the fact that it's a $97 billion business. Like, people don't stop and understand how much money is going into this, how many people. I mean, there's $5 billion, 517 million hours consumed on one site alone last year. Yeah. That's one site out of the thousands, hundreds of thousands. Right. I mean, 33.5 billion visits to that site last year. 92 million daily average visits to that one site. I mean, people, we don't talk about this enough, so therefore people don't, they assume that it's not an issue. There's one There's one stat that, that we need to talk about sure. because it's one of the ones that was most eye-opening when I heard it. Sure. And that is that 30% range of women using yeah, pornography. That doesn't so like, blow your mind. Oh, yeah. it does. It does because, see, there's something bigger than this going on that we, we need to stop and talk about. You know, I, I remember, as again, as a, as a younger man sort of like courting the woman that was to be my wife. Mm-hmm. And I just remember how I used to get dressed up. I would brush my teeth. I didn't want to have bad breath. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't belch in front of her. And there was like things that, sh- that, that, that essentially I wanted to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. For her, sure, and that she she kept me on it. She kept me kind of always seeking to be the best that I could be. You know, not only just in looks and breath, but also morally. Just and 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 when our our women start sort of falling down into the cesspool where we might be, yeah, that's a bad sign. It is. It is, and it's really if you look at the plan of the devil, what has it always been to destroy the family? Yeah, that's how God chose to show His love to the world. And if he can destroy that, he destroys the whole thing. The whole thing comes toppling down. And so he's already got the men. There's so many men engaged in this. 64% of men that are leading ministry are addicted to porn. That's the guys that are doing God's work. Right. So now the women are involved. And to your point, yes, like who is there left to, to, to turn to? Because those are the things that kept us dignified, that kept us holy. And now that the women are involved in this, what's going to be left? I mean, what, ch- what chance do our children have? If both parents are engaged in this, and so as we've seen this at Cardinal Studios, we're doing everything we can to put out material to to combat this. So coming up next, we're going to have a version for women. We're going to have a version for teens. You know, Strive right now is for men. But it's because we need to attack all points of this, all demographics. And it's a really big problem for men. It is. It just is an absolutely devastating problem. And and again, I just want to reiterate, there's a lot of folks that think it's like it's not a big yeah. problem. The same people that have been, uh, you, you, your story mm-hmm. of addiction, right? Sure. Where it's like, I can handle this. Sure. I've got this. And yeah. it just, not long before you realize you didn't got this. Right. Well, and Matt Brad even says on one of the days that what happens is he calls it the coward's way out. 
He just says where well, we, we minimalize it, where it's not a big deal. Because we don't have to deal with it that way, right? right? We just shove it aside and we go on about our day. I, I also call it the gambler's lie. Yeah, you know, if you ask yeah. somebody who, who has gambled a little bit, and they're like, like, overall, all of your gambling, whatever, yeah. how are you? And everyone will say the same things. I'm about even. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you, you look at Las Vegas. And and you see all those little tiny lights, billions upon billions yeah, of lights. Paying for that. Somebody, <laughs> right. some somebody's not even. Yeah, it's either right. one guy you that's a huge loser, yeah. or it's a lot of people who are sort of underestimating just how much they're losing in in gambling. And and the reality is. I think people underestimate how much they're losing in pornography and falling sure. into that trap. Yeah. Amen. I mean, it's, it sneaks up on you like everything else. And it's, it's something that if we don't take seriously, you're going to ruin your marriage. You're going to ruin your relationship. Yeah. Not just with your wife, but with everybody around you. Absolutely. Just, lives ruined, including jobs, yeah. uh, all that stuff, relationships. So uh, that, that sounds like a lot of bad news. We, it is. We, we spent the last several minutes sure. talking about bad news. And so if we were to quit now, I think it would be a very depressing show. That's right. But we got some good <laughs> news on the other end of the break. And so we're going to come back in just a minute and, and talk about Strive and talk about uh, – we're talking with John Edwards, who uh, worked with Cardinal Studios and does a lot of work uh, in men's ministry. And uh, we'll talk more about that in a second. Before we uh, take that break, I want to remind folks at home, we've got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. Also, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And with that, we'll be right back. I'm Bess Drzemski, and this is another great moment in church history. Just imagine what it would have been like to sit at the feet of one of the twelve and hear the gospel proclaimed firsthand from someone who saw, touched, walked, and talked with the Lord Jesus himself. This is just what St. Polycarp did as a student of St. John, the last of the beloved apostles to die. St. Polycarp was Bishop of Smyrna and a very holy man. As a member of the second generation of church leaders, he faced many new challenges, challenges even the original twelve apostles did not face. There were many early heresies, challenges to the truth of Christ and the authority of the church. But above all, St. Polycarp was a man of God, and he faced these challenges head-on his entire life. He was a beacon of truth for the early church. The heretic Marcion, who taught error about the nature, existence, and relationship of good and evil, matter and spirit, challenged St. Polycarp, demanding he recognize his heretical sect. Recognize us, Polycarp, he demanded. St. Polycarp responded, I recognize you, yes, I recognize the son of Satan. St. Polycarp was to give his life in service to the Church, just as his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A very early document, The Martyrdom of Polycarp, tells the heroic story of his death. When in his 80s, St. Polycarp was arrested, he was offered the opportunity to save his own life if he would simply swear his allegiance to Caesar. To this request, St. Polycarp answered, If you imagine that I will swear by Caesar, you do not know who I am. Let me tell you plainly, I am a Christian. It was ordered that St. Polycarp be burned at the stake. As the fire was lit, witnesses heard a long and beautiful prayer uttered from the mouth of the saint. In part, they heard, Lord God Almighty, I bless you for having made me worthy of this day and this hour. I bless you because I may have a part, along with the martyrs, in the chalice of your Christ. 
As St. Polycarp said amen, his captor stoked the fire. But it is reported that the fire did not burn him. It miraculously formed an arch around him, causing him to resemble what the martyrdom document says was gold and silver glowing in a furnace. They finally had to stab him to death. St. Polycarp's feast day is February 23rd. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. That's right. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting here in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, and I'm sitting here with John Edwards. John Edwards, just the guy in the pew, <laughs> now just a guy in the booth. Yeah. And uh, you're sitting here, and we're, we're talking about um, pornography and the difficulties and the struggles that men have with pornography. In fact, now we're finding out women have struggles as well. Mm-hmm. But also, there's some good news on the other side of this, and we just I, I wanted to go. Um, kind of in that direction. So we talked sure. about the addictions. We talked about all the numbers. And maybe it's shocking to know that that $97 billion industry. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about bigger than the NFL and things like that. And it's like you start going, wow, this is big. Yeah, it is. It's, and we don't realize how we're contributing to it, right? We're yeah. just watching something. But what you're doing is you're paying for this. Yeah. And there's a lot of things you don't see on the back end. Uh, the human trafficking, the the rape, the the loss of dignity, all those things. Yeah, they're attributed to, to the porn some of industry. the yeah some of the testimonials from some of the um, that we'll call them actors and actresses. Some of those people, it's just heartbreaking to hear uh, the drug use, the people sure. you know, curled up in a fetal position crying. You know, after some of these things were yeah, I, it's just it's it's heartbreaking. You know, to to hear all this stuff. But the but the good news is well, there's a couple things I want to talk about. First mm-hmm. is. Uh, we don't want to say something as as blanket as, you know, sex is bad, it's dirty. Right. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. You know, God gave us sexual desire. I mean, the first commandment he gave us in the garden was go and multiply. Right. I mean, so sexual... But he didn't hand us a calculator. Right. He was talking about something else. <laughs> that's right, that's right. But, uh, no, he he gave that to us as a gift. And and so your sexual desire is is, is good. It just needs to be oriented in the proper way. Right. And what pornography does and all these other lustful sexual desires, what it does is it turns that desire and it and it disorients it and it turns yeah. it into something not beautiful. And so that's we've got to remember that, that sex at its at its core is good for us. I mean, God wanted us to create and he gave us this gift to enjoy it's that me- part of marriage. It's meant right. to feel good. It's right. meant to be something sure. that, that unifies a couple. Mm-hmm. Right in the bonds of holy matrimony, it's meant to unify, but also it's meant to actually be part of the creative process. Right, that's the thing. People like we're invited. The Creator invited us into the creative process. Right, like how powerful is that? We don't go down to Target and buy a couple of kids. Right, right. Yeah. That we are actually part of of God's design in in procreation in making like more of us. Sure, it's a, it's a beautiful thing if we think about it. It is, and so when we're engaging that pornography, we're taking that gift. And we're misusing it, right? Right. We're especially, you know, your 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 wife isn't included in it. That's a big part we talked right. about earlier. And it becomes about self and everything. A gift is not a. You can't have a selfish gift. A gift is to give some to someone That's else. Right. That's right. So what this does is it becomes a selfish thing, and we turn our sexual desire into something that God didn't intend for it to be. And then there's also this beautiful scripture from Luke where your for where your treasure is, there also will be your heart. Yeah. And this the realization that your heart is to. I mean. Look at your wife and sure. say, I love you, and you, you are my treasure. You are my heart. Mm-hmm. And those are in the same place, and that's good. Right. But 
where you spend your time, where you spend your hours, what you, where you focus your desires, if it's not mm-hmm. your wife in that context, well, your treasure is not there. It's elsewhere. That's right. destructive. It is. It is. You're exactly right. If you focus on being a great husband, you're going to most likely be a better husband right. than you were. But if you focus on pornography, then it's going to destroy the things in your life that are good. Yeah. There's I mean, another. There's another side to this that I, you know, I, I think I read about it one time that that made sense to me, and that mm-hmm. a couple when I'm doing marriage prep, you know, I talk to the couple about growing old together. Sure. Growing old gracefully. Right, and so you you realize that this young man or this young woman that you're in love with, it's natural and good to be attracted to the to their mm-hmm. beauty, sure. right? To the virility, to the strength, to the whatever, and and it's like, well, that's that's natural. But we're all it's also natural to grow older. Mm-hmm. It's natural for things not to be on the same part of the body where they started. Yeah, right? things yeah. move and, <laughs> yeah. and 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 we gain weight and we lose hair and. But the thing is, what's inside us is actually maturing and growing together in a beautiful way, and we fall more in love with a person every single day, especially sure. if we're willing to be vulnerable and open to like, look, this is what I look like now, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you love me and I love you, and and when you do that, and we're still as as human beings, we still have that marital embrace, that relationship, that mm-hmm. physical relationship, even into older age. It's meant to be that way, yeah. right? But. When there's pornography, and let's say a man is having a problem with pornography, and let's say he's 60 years old. Yeah. Well, his 60-year-old wife is not going to be able to compete with the 19-year-old prom queen that's immortalized on video for all eternity. Mm -hmm. Right? She never grows old. And this is a problem that also, it's a false, uh, it's an illusion. Yeah. Right? That this guy's looking at. Your wife never can live up to it. Never. Never. And it's not fair to her. It's not supposed to be that way. And that's not really ultimately what beauty is, right? That beauty is skin deep concept. Right. There's more to, you know, you can't have that relationship with with an image on a screen. But you can have that relationship with a woman that's growing old with you. Sure. There's nothing to me more beautiful than two old people smooching in the park. Yeah. And we, you know, there's something beautiful yeah. about that. Well, and that's what we talk about in Strive. We that was to, me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> smooching in the park. Right. Which park was that? <laughs> um, no, but that's one of the things that we talk about in Strive is we try to reorient people's sexual desire, first of all. But then we also talk to them about the dignity of every person. And when you're engaging in this... Like you said, you're putting pressure on your wife. She's not going to be able to keep up and compete. It's and what and that's why so much so many uh, marriages end in divorce because women see us and they're like, I, "Why do you need that? Am I not enough right. for you?" Yeah, like all of these. So that's where the hurt comes in for the woman. So what we've done in Strive is really try to put together. It, it's a first step, you know. Strive is for so a guy, you use the word detox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's sure. a so is it like a uh, like triage kind of we're going to deal with this issue sure uh, a full-on assault for and it's important to say like matt brad would tell you there's no silver bullet right that it's going to work for some people it may be for some people that are further going they're more uh, mired down in this that it's they're going to need more help what this is meant to do is for a guy who doesn't know where to start like i'm stuck in this i don't know why and my life's going down the drain this is going to give them the step so for instance you know several priests have told me this is the number one confessed thing in, in the confessional for men is pornography and so they're doing the things that they're called to do the advice the prayers the absolution but they've even said you know i can tell these guys are leaving and it's almost like see you next week father yeah because they don't know how to stop right because most of them don't know how they start so we start there with strive matt talks about triggers so for instance 
One, he's got an acronym BLAST. Bored, lazy, angry, stressed, and tired. Those are the most common things that men say wow. when they fall into pornography. And, you know, let's just say I get in a fight with my wife, and I feel belittled. I want to feel more like a man. I want to feel good. So I go engage in pornography. Well, that becomes a trigger for me. And so when I go and engage in this, I'm triggered. You have to realize that. Like, how am I starting to, to do this? And then there's another process of an activation sequence. So once I've been triggered, there's a process for me to go from the trigger to the fall. So what does that look like? Almost like a drunk pulling into a bar and knowing he's not supposed to go in there. There's, a, there's steps to that. Right. And he calls somebody, he calls his sponsor. Same thing here. We put in accountability, right? You got to have someone in your life that keeps. And you it's on anonymous too, by the way. Right, it is anonymous. Right. So when you sign up, you can put in whatever name you want. All we need is that in your email. But you find either somebody in your life, or you can find somebody online that's going to hold you accountable. Then we go into the science. A lot of people don't understand that it's dopamine, right? That just like when I was doing cocaine, the reason I did more cocaine was because my body liked it and produced a chemical, and my body looked for that. And it took more cocaine to, to get every the same time. Feeling well, the same thing happens in porn too, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. So that's how guys that go, I was watching it once a week, and now I'm watching it five times a day. That's how that happens. So these the um, the people that are you know need the detox. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the priests are hearing them over and over and over and over sure. again, it seems like nothing's changing. For those people out there that where it seems like nothing can do mm-hmm. nothing other than I just keep going and telling God I'm sure. sorry because I really am sorry. I don't want this to be the case, but I can't help it. And I just keep over and over and over again. Really, what you're telling me is that Strive is really there to sort of move the needle in the right yeah. direction, to kick you into, like, look, let's just start here. Sure. It's to give them a plan. Because so all, how many things do we fail at in life that are good intentions that are never realized because right. we never had a plan? That's what this is, is to be able to say, this is a starting point. It's going to give me the steps I need. Now, it's up to the man to, to put those into place in his life once he's learned them. But... The priest can give a card. We send, we send so out boxes of cards. We, we've had all this bad sure. news at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And I told people there's going to be good news here. Here's mm-hmm. the best news. What does this thing cost? It's free. Yeah. We had a uh, an anonymous uh, underwriter come forward. He wishes to remain anonymous. And he wants to pay for every man, group, parish, diocese in the world. Right now, everyone's pulling over the side of the road. Everyone's yeah. pulling over. They're hearing this, and they're, and they're getting. Oh, give me some paper. Give me some pencil. That's I need because right. John Edwards is getting ready to tell me. That's right. How to get more information about this to find right. out about this free Strive Detox mm-hmm. program. Well, obviously, you can Google Strive, but you can go to strive twenty one dot com. There, you can sign up yourself. You can sign up a loved one, um, where they'll get the emails. And if you're in a parish setting or you're in a place in the church that is uh, that makes decisions on new programs. You can go to the Church and Parish page and order boxes of 250 cards. I think all you have to pay for is the shipping and the printing. So $24 a box. But you can help 250 people be rid of pornography. If your parish is not doing this... Uh, give, let your pastor know. Right. And then have them, you know, I know you're going to do it at St. Louis at your parish. Yeah. You're going to do a weekend where you do the homilies and you talk about this. That's the one thing that we're missing is the church really speaking out about this and bringing it to uh, So light. this sounds like a, a breath of fresh air. It sounds like an opportunity for a lot of people sure. that are struggling and that need this. And here's the thing. We're going to close this program. Thanks, John Evers, for being here. Yeah, Thanks no for problem. talking about Strive. We're going to, our mother, our blessed lady, sure. is going to uh, pray with us on this one. Awesome. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blesses the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother, Mother of God, God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 
The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.